All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. You know who we are at this point. How's it going tonight, Ryan? I'm doing well, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, had a couple of okay weeks of racing. I'm excited. We have a new sponsor tonight. But first, yeah. let's, let's kick this off with our title sponsor, Blooming Prairie RC Park. Um, they're located in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. They have a covered driver's stand. They have infrared transponders. They have a big bag of rentals if you don't have the proper transponder. Um, they have a big cancer benefit race coming up September 11th. They have car rentals. Nate's got like almost 30 cars. Also, if you have an off-road vehicle, bring it there they'll find a class to put you in so now there's a change in schedule it used to be saturdays nate's work schedule changed so race days will now be sundays okay. so racing every sunday until the snow melts until the snow flies um yeah, they were trying to get out on it today, but there was, like, puddles covered in ice because it got a little cold last night after the Oh, yeah, monster. definitely. They've been trying, man. They've been really trying to get out there. So, yeah. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen sooner than it usually happens. So I know. I'm trying to get my e-buggy ready to rip. I got a nitro buggy I need to get ready to rip. I bought Kyle's from last season's. Yeah, where are you sitting on all that? I have the stuff. I just got to build it. Okay. And it, it helps that I'm dropping weight for a fight because all I can do to not sit upstairs and eat is to sit downstairs, hunker down, and wrench. There you go. So the e-buggy, I got the tough stuff done. I got the diffs and shocks done. So, I mean, that's the crappy part. Sure. So you were... Out west for oh, almost two weeks. Yeah, just about came home a little bit early because snow conditions were a little bit down. But yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, snow conditions sucked, but the weather was beautiful. The venue was gorgeous, and uh, the region is probably close to my favorite in sure. uh, in the United States. So. Yeah, it was a happy couple weeks for sure. So it was a bummer that I couldn't bring my wife with me. Yeah, uh, she still got her hands tied by old no balls walls. Oh, because uh, isn't she in the healthcare? No, but she deals in child care. Child care—that's at a at a fairly high level. So yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Um. So when you're testing stuff, is it hard harder? accurate to test things when it's a little too warm out and the snow's not exactly right you just uh what we had to do was change our focus um there's when you're testing mountain sleds there's different segments and you have to try to tune across all of those segments so you make some uh compromises in one area to be better in another okay. and essentially what we had for conditions was trail in conditions as in uh, anytime some, you see somebody backcountry snowmobiling, yep. they had to ride a trail at some point to get somewhere near that region that they're at. Yep. And a lot of times those narrow up and they get really, really rough. 
oh, and yeah. the setup for your sled, for your mountain sled, is it's not going to cover both of those all that well. Fox has got some really cool products, one of them being um, an electronic switch that changes the tune of the shock really? in real time. Yep. Ooh. So it's uh, it's basically a switch that allows you you don't have to get off your sled and move clickers around. Yeah. You can do it all on a switch. That um, sounds super convenient. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It it all sounded like a bit much. You know, I, I was around um, when that project was starting. Yep. And I was like, what the hell do we need all this stuff for? But holy balls, is it nice once you have it. You know, it's like, uh, it's the things that you never knew you missed. Sure. Like the first time you buy a vehicle with, you know, power seats, power locks, power yes. windows, all that cool stuff. Right. Uh, you never really want to go back to analog, right? Right. So, you know, that reminds me of a story Jeff Brewstead told me. So, last spring, summerish, he's helping me get Joey's BMX bike ready to go because he's got all the parts and whatnot. And I'm looking at one of his mountain bikes, and he goes, hey, hit that lever. And the seat post shoots up. I'm like, what oh, the yeah. hell is that? He goes, Joe, I thought that was the dumbest gimmick in the world. The reason I got that bike is because it was a super nice bike with a super good deal. And he was going to switch out the seat post. Until he rode it. And to where you want that height and where you don't want that height and able to change it kind of similar to what you're doing with the flick of a switch. Absolutely. The the way a dropper post works and the modulation that you have between sitting and standing, yes. riding positions and that seat getting in or out of the way, yeah. yeah, dropper posts were huge. And I thought the same thing. I was like... I really don't want another fucking cable that I have to run because I I run my cables on my mountain bike internally. Yeah. And my my frame's about six years old at this point, so it's not optimized as much as a current one is to do that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's a it's a mega pain in the balls, but it's it's totally worth it. I personally don't have a dropper post. It's just one of them things. Um, I just never got my hands on it before I left Fox, and yeah. I have I have a really hard time paying full price for nice stuff like that. I so. know exactly what you mean, but it's one of those things. I'm not from the mountain bike world. I'm from the BMX world where you chop your seat post, slam it to the bottom, and that's <laughs> right. all. So if you does... raced as an adult, though, you, you do find that um, you give up <laughs> some of that because you want to be able to sit down like right when you're done with your race yep. or before your race starts, you know, you get your tire into the gate, get it set. Um, I don't like to stand up right away cause that starts putting pressure, you know, on my quads and hamstrings and all that right away. Mm -hmm. I like to sit. So I actually have to run my seat a little bit taller than I did when I was a kid because you know, my knees don't work like that anymore. Sure. Sure. No, I totally get that. You know, while we've been talking, I've just been opening opening up a new servo. We won't say the brand, but this is the first one where I've had where the servo wire is totally disconnected from the servo. It's brand new? Brand, brand new. No kidding. Yeah, you plug it in. Why won't we say? 
Is it one of your sponsors? No, it's not. No, not at all. Okay. Oh, well, the, let's just say what it is. Then. It's the ProTech 170 TBL. Okay. And I thought it was just going to have, you know, your standard servo cable. Sure. But it's the servo, and it looks like once you plug it in, it seals up. Oh, 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 yeah. There's like a yep. rubber grommet right. around it. Oh, dude, this thing's slick. And it pushes out <laughs> 650 ounces of torque. I'm never going to need it, but, you know, it's like a firearm. Rather have it and not need it. Than the other way around, absolutely. Exactly. So I got both those for the steering of both A-scale buggies I got. Cool. So, but before we get into my BS, um, let's get into the driver's meeting. Now, oh, okay. Now, sponsor, we got a brand new sponsor that I'm super excited for. For the simple reason is Party Crashers is the exact thing RC needs to grow. This dude is from Albertville, and he had a wonderful idea to spread RC to everybody. So let's read what we got. So Party Crashers RC Racing is based out of Albertville, Minnesota. They can set up a portable track anywhere you want, even in your own backyard. And they bring with them a fleet of 10-scale RC cars and trucks with enough batteries to fill a wheelbarrow, making sure your party is a blast for everyone involved, for young and old, because everybody loves RC. I mean, you know, we're old guys. They run off of live time, which is awesome, I think. That's super cool. Um so you always have those heat sheets and you have bragging rights and whatnot. Now this is the part that's rad and this is the part I really want to emphasize. So he has a series going on right now at community ed centers um, through all the school districts in the Northwest Metro where they will spend time introducing RC to the kids, how they work, answering questions, and then let them drive the vehicles for about an hour. Um, a full listing of all their community ed stuff is on partycrashersrc.com, or you can find them, Party Crashers on Facebook. So guys, this community ed thing, I looked at it a little bit, it is perfect. You know that neighbor boy that wants to get into RC racing, but you don't really know how to do it? Well, this is how you do it because these community ed sessions are for kids from grades 2 through 8. I think the cost is like $19. And you get a ton of RC fun. You know, quality Traxxas vehicles. It's got plenty of them. So check out Party Crashers on the web and on Facebook. I'm looking them up right now because their community ed events are starting very soon. I'm going to bring Joe 3 to 1 or 2. Um, well, dang it. No, I don't. Do you know if he ever brings his rentals to Thunder Road? You know, I'm not sure. 
Um, I thought I I thought I observed a gentleman uh, doing something like that at Thunder Road, and I was just wondering if it was the same guy. I'm going through right now, so I think his listing was on the RC Racing Group. So I'm going to keep looking this up. But, yeah, guys, check out Party Crashers on Facebook or the inter- on their webpage. And that should do it for the ad. And I'll begin the beginner segment here into, after I find what I want. Yeah, while well, you're looking for that, yep. uh, I got a new RC toy today. What'd you get? I got uh, an E-Flight Timber X. Nice. It's a bush plane. Sweet. It's uh, kind of the next step up from where I was at. I, I started with a trainer mm-hmm. plane, uh, very safe, got all kinds of functions to get me out of trouble when I get into them. The thing is, you got to remember to turn them on when you are in trouble. So um, anyway, got a pretty awesome bush plane. Looking forward to putting that together. Sure. Um, this one's 3S and 4S capable, whereas my trainer plane runs off of 3S. So I'm going to have the ability to get in and out of a little more trouble with this thing. And since it's a bush plane set up with, you know, bigger front wheels, uh, I'll actually finally have the opportunity to truthfully land the plane rather than just, uh, I've just been belly landing it in a soccer field, took the, took the gear off, you know, just so I wouldn't damage the, the fuselage or the motor mount or anything like that by basically flipping it over sure, sure so yeah got a new plane today i'm pretty excited awesome all right i got pretty the com- bummed out that it's going to be windy tomorrow oh it's going to be horrible tomorrow so i got the community ed events they're going to be at delano thursday night april 15th becker thursday night april 22nd and monticello friday night april 30th and again to find the full because he's got a full full list go to partycrashersrc.com for his full schedule or to book your fun RC party. Sorry, that was kind of broken up, but I really thought it was important to find that schedule. I, you know, so. All right, so for, let me get back to my notes. Man, I'm all over the place. I got my butt kicked today. Um. So for the driver's meeting, our beginner segment brought to you by Party Crashers RC. This is not necessarily controversial, but it's a little tough to bring up. When you're at the track, if it's a normal race day, you know, if you're there for seven, eight hours, don't go crazy on eating. Don't overeat. Because it slows your reaction time down. It makes you lethargic and all that. Um, A Finland national champion told me that a few times, actually. Yari Teskila. It's like, Yari, I never see you eat at the track. He goes, ah, it makes you slow. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. He goes, try not to eat today. My consistency went way up. I mean, I you eat a little at the track. You don't want to starve yourself by any means. Yeah, you can fuck right off with that one, Joe. I'm not going to skip my pizza at the RC track. You shitting me? All right. Should we come up with a new one then? No, no. I, I bet it'll help everybody. I'm just saying I'm it not going to do it. No, I, you know, I get that some... is a that that'll that's a significant thing. That's a decision people 
will need to make. It'll exactly. be cool. I, I, uh, I'd like some of our listeners to try it and give us some feedback. For sure. No, it does help. Um, but like I said, don't starve yourself. But, you know, bring some healthier snacks. But the thing is, you know, like at INS, when you're there from... When you're there from like eight o'clock in the morning to ten p.m., you gotta have food. So th- there are double-edged swords, but try to eat healthier at the track. And you know, if you eat until you're full instead of eating until you're satisfied, you're gonna slow down. If that makes sense. Anyway. And that was a depressing segment. I know. I know. Tell me I can't go to wontons and load up on some general sows. So, no. (sighs) When I'm not on a diet, when what Joe 3 and I do, let's say we're at the 510 and we go to that Asian joint, we split a deal. Sure. It's enough food. It's plenty food for me and way too much food for him. Splitting a deal and it's six bucks. So, yeah. Anyway, I, I had that one in my back pocket, but we did another one last time. Right on. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I like it. It's it's definitely never something I've ever considered. I always used to love to order a pizza. I, I used to order two pizzas to the track at TCHR. I used to lie to them over the phone and say I got a coupon for a buy one, get one, which I never did, and they never checked for one. So I always got two big God, Godfathers. Yeah, it was Godfathers that was right there. I always got two Godfather pizzas. And, uh, yeah, I ate one and a half of those every time I was at the track. And Senior had, like, a slice. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always eating. I'm like, do you want to help me finish this box? Nope. Open the next box. You want to help me finish this one? Nope. so yeah anyway what else do we got here um we have do you want to do on the tone moto sheets or tech inspection well we could move into moto sheets it's uh fairly easy to get through let's start with uh the one-off race that went on up north this weekend uh lake superior rc club had their Minnesota on-road champs event. Um, Let's see. Euro truck. Uh, Barry Sobel made the trip up there. Barry's a a local racer, spends, I believe, most of his time at Dollar Hobbies. Okay. Kurt Roberts. We know Kurt. I just bought a vehicle from Kurt. He finished second. And Glenn Dammer. I'm I'm not familiar with Glenn Dammer, but he got third in Euro truck. Glenn is a local up there, and, you know, he mainly races, like, street stock cars and Proctor, I believe. But he'll pull out his RC vehicles every now and again. Very cool. Getting the best of both worlds. Uh, 12th stock. Very popular class up north. Kevin Van Ert takes the win there. Jared Peters and Chris Warren. Cool. Mm. Uh, 12th spec also known as Lake Superior RC Club Pro Light. A-Main, Kyle Fisher takes the win there. Bruce Collins, second. And Pork Chop takes a third there. 
Moving on to VTA. VTA had a nice turnout. Kyle Fisher won that one, followed by Troy Fisher and Jared Peters. Yep. Shout out to TJ Barnes for making the drive up there and competing. Uh, Sedan was a little light, I would imagine, because for whatever reason, uh, the Lake Superior guys, they haven't moved to the 17.5 FTM yeah, they don't sedan like class yet. Yeah. So it's uh, all guys that travel up there for it. Sure. Uh, anyway, so Brad Sandvik, the Sandman, takes the win in that one. Dan Oliveira's second. Bruce Collins, uh, he didn't start the main event, but yeah, so, but he finished third. Yep, he always has that car dialed. Sad and bit. here's the one that always gets me. They're, they're still running WGTR up there, and it's so funny because it's such a, a Lake Superior RC Club thing because you know that in the off-road world, those guys all had cars and kept them for so freaking long, and that's why it took forever to get a, a class like Wheeler or Mini Truggy or anything like that in there because everybody already had, you know, most most of their rear motor cars oh, yeah. and whatnot, and they weren't going to give them up. No. There's a lot of people up there still running, like, their triple X. Yeah, it's tough to get new classes in up there. Yeah. Yep. They got what they like and they're holding on to it and they're not they're not spending that money. Nope. Anyway, uh yeah. Lake Superior finally able to have their on road champs. Glad to see that. Next year uh, it'll be back at Motorhead Madness. Motorhead Madness has new owners and they are super stoked to have the Lake Superior R C car club there. That's good to hear. Yes. Very cool. I will come out of race directing retirement for that one if they want me. Okay. Wow. Put that on your calendars, folks. Uh, Thunder Road. Thunder Road went racing yesterday. They had a class that they referred to as Pro 17.5 two-wheel drive buggy. To me, that sounds like satire. Mm-hmm. But um, So Torot takes the win there, followed by Brian Bowman and Caden Voss. Pro 17. 17- God, that makes me want to fucking puke just saying that. Uh. 17.5 expert buggy. We're going to talk about that because your daddy took the win there. Yep. Qualed second, won the race, yep. followed by Austin Jacobson and Chris Mickelson. Sure. And you know what? I'm just going to go away from Thunder Road because they decided to call a 17.5 class pro. Yeah. I, I don't blame you there. So we've had enough of that. Well, nothing against those guys. They got a great track, great facility. Tore, I overheard him. Um, at the toy box a couple weeks ago, and he told me he wasn't gonna run stock anywhere ever again. Well, the thing is, it's like so at the toy box, it was him, Tony Sletton, and James Dolan running mod. And I've been running stock trying to get my stuff super dialed, but like mm-hmm. Kyle Holmberg wasn't there, Clayton Kurt Luca wasn't there. You know, a lot of the fast guys weren't there. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. What uh, What else we got? We got the 510. 510 had it going on. I had a terrible uh, day. 10-scale <laughs> Truggy A-Main, Sean Van Dalen, qualified second, won the race. Sam Savakul got second, Stephen Will third. What else Stephen do we want to look at? Stephen Will with the bump. What's that? Stephen Will with the bump. Oh, okay. 
Sure. Because him and I bumped from the B. Right on. I had a horrific... Dude, I overexerted myself, but I didn't try to yesterday. It's just... So I saw it was raining outside. So I'm like, all right, Joe 3 can run his buggy and spec buggy and sportsman. So I ran my two classes. He ran two classes. There were eight heats. That was rough. That was just rough. It was my fault. Anyway, sorry. Anywho, stock two-wheel drive buggy, A-Main, Kyle, Dub C, Holmberg takes the win there. Jordan Cortan in second. Stu, the Stu dog. Oh, he must have been pumped. Yeah. Got himself on the podium. He qualified second and finished third. I qualified third and finished fourth. I just... Dang again, wasn't driving like myself. I was overexerted. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Silver yeah. lining, new radio rules. Yeah, it's super comfortable, is it not? Yeah, it is. You don't even need the drop down for it to be comfortable. Nope, I just put the angle on it. Oh, okay. Was that stock? Uh, it came with the angle to move it forward and it came with an angle to move it back i don't know why you'd ever want to move it back and cramp your wrist but there's the option if you want to pro four a main sam savakul followed by father ben savakul and jordan cortan takes third there so Mm -hmm. jordan's all stacked up on technos now jesus christ that kid raced a lot of classes yeah he sure did Um, okay, he didn't run Wheeler. No. Usually he runs stock Wheeler, but... Yeah. He was messing around with the Pro 4, having some fun. It was an on-points day. And that's why I didn't put such stock into how I did. I did crappy, but my stuff worked well. Right on. And, but I got I to gotta say, I did come home, spent time with the family, ordered the pay-per-view, and I sat my ass down... W- and I rebuilt my buggy. Okay. Just cut. It's, it's a little off. And I got Kyle set up, and there are just a couple of teeny tiny changes that I needed to make and fresh shock oil and all that stuff. Sure. So, yeah, that's ready to rip again for next Saturday. Um. Also, I'm waiting for a plus three chassis. And cause those are really hard to come by right now. A plus three chassis for what? The B6.2. Okay. Because they were discontinued a couple months ago. And nobody has them in stock. I found a used one from John Carlson. John's stuff is decent, so I'm like, if it's straight, I don't care. And he's like, yeah, it's straight. So I got one from him. Right on. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Ah, I don't think so. I think we're doing just fine, Joe. Um, Yeah, that's basically it for the Moto Sheets segment. Real quick. Unsponsored, like myself. Yeah, you're the only one left. (laughs) I'm even a sellout, and I'm trying to sell out farther. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, real quick, shout out to Joe 3 on the Moto Sheets. He took third in sportsman he's battling like a sob for that second spot he just all right he's he's not just turning laps anymore he's actually racing 
which I'm <laughs> super pumped about. Very cool. Yeah, the way he's been racing. And that's why I had him run two classes. Because I suffered, but man, that extra track time. Same car <laughs> for spec and sportsman. That extra track time does him so much good. Right on. So, yeah, I'm pumped Omaha in a few weeks. I got a fight before that. Yeah? What uh what's the what's the deal with the fight? Let's hear about it. So the fight's uh combat jiu-jitsu. Um no striking on the feet, but striking's legal when you hit the ground. So I, ground and pound is cool. Yeah, I got my opponent. He looks I mean he looks jacked. So it's gonna be one of three things. The photo was airbrushed. <laughs> He's not going to make weight, therefore not be able to fight, or he's really short and a freaking bullet like Sean Shirk. It's one of those three things. Okay. I, either way, I'm ready. I, I, want, right I want it to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Why is that? Just because I'm, I'm, I'm getting really aggressive. <laughs> okay. Not, I mean, in the gym more or less it's like i'm trying to pop people's not trying to but i'm almost popping people's knees choking a little too hard i mean they're my teammates i shouldn't be doing that sure stuff so i'm just yeah, ready time to get it out i guess exactly exactly let the demons out joe yeah it's gonna let be a doggy yeah. it's gonna be at nice and sports bar and savage okay very cool yeah i'm i'm very excited yeah, good luck. Um, yeah, thanks. We're, we're, I think, let me think. We're going to be doing a podcast before that. All right. Do you have uh, on the tone, or should we go into tech inspection? Let's go to tech inspection. I'm still working on on the tone. Right on. Tech inspection brought to you by Boom Graphics. Check them out on the internet at boomrc.net or Boom Graphics on Facebook or I believe Instagram still BoomRC. They got can take care of all your RC decal needs, custom sponsor decal sheets, your name decal sheets. They can also print your custom shirts. I believe they're still doing hoodies. I'm not sure about that. Also... They can wrap your motorbike. They got skins for you. Any, they can basically come up with a lot of stuff for you. Plus, they do awards. So, check out Boom Graphics on Facebook. Tell Mike Garrison that we sent you. All right. So, Tech Inspection. I'm pulling up the questions right now because I screenshot everything. I gotta make sure we don't have any new ones because you'd be shocked how often that happens. Still working on it. All right, gallery. We're gonna start from the beginning. Oh God, I got so many memes for the Suarez Canal. I'm just laughing right now. Yeah, it's pretty popular in the construction industry. That's for sure. My favorite clean one, because I got a lot of ones that aren't clean, that says, you may make mistakes, but at least they're usually not ones we can see your mistake from space bad. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the first one's not a question, but it's very interesting from Troy Gubbins. He's planning something outside the box. So he's got a 12 scale sitting there with a body on it with a ton of lead in the body. And it weighs 894 grams instead of the regular, I believe it's 730. So he's adding a ton of weight. Hmm. I'm kind of curious. I think he's trying to... I think he's trying to break through to an all-new setup type situation. Kind of like put more weight on the ground. It becomes more aggressive, all that is my guess. I think Troy's bored. Very well could be. (laughs) I mean, think about this. Troy's been with Team Destiny for a few years now. They have really nice cars, but not really revolutionary. So you put a car on the track... You make super teeny tiny changes and tweaks here and there, but it's basically the same thing over and over and over. The racing part's fun, but Troy does like to wrench and figure things out. And there's really nothing to figure out with those cars. So he had an idea and he's going with it. Right. I'm really excited to see if this works because this would just throw everything on its head. I don't know everything, but you know what I mean. Did he have a GT body in that photo? It looks like it. Sure. It does look like it. Um, What else do we got? I mean, I want to know what he's got in there for a motor. That's when you're talking about that kind of weight and that style body and stuff. You got all this stuff that would significantly slow the car down. So what are we pushing it around with? But do you think to a point... Why you got to be so vague? Yeah, exactly. Do you think to the point, do you think the batteries are so damn good now that they can push the little bit of extra weight without noticing? Man, I don't think so. Especially, well, if we're talking spec, like spec 12 class, Yeah. no. Okay. No, I I don't. Well, we'll see what he comes up with. Maybe it's a handicap for him to race spec 12 and not crush a field. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. That could also be. I, I doubt it'll work, but yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll still go out there and you know drive circles around spec 12 drivers. He'll still crush everybody in the field. This car will just push six feet out uh, in the corner. Right. And take off like a tugboat. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like to see something different going on. Right, right. Um... My friend, my friend on Facebook, Kyle Swanson, he was wondering, and he brought this up. He goes, he's wondering if I got you into Stadium Truck, or did you do it just straight out of boredom? Yeah, it was it was pretty much all boredom. That's what I thought too. Uh, I enjoyed it back in the day. Um, yeah, it was still the same way that it is now. It, you know, it doesn't run unless it's a big race and. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a big race, sometimes they're kind of a bummer. Uh, I think I was having like some type of mini crisis this winter when I was buying stuff left and right. Yeah, you went a little nuts there, and I wasn't going to stop you. That I I'm, didn't necessarily need. I'm living so. vicariously through you right now. 
uh, I bought all that stuff, and now I just I cannot wait to ride my BMX bikes every day. Yeah. I just I'm not even thinking about RC. I had stuff loaded up to go to Dollar today and work on my touring car. Sure. And I took it all out of the. It was all in the car, ready to go. Um, I decided to watch F1, and then I kind of went on a little joyride. I needed some bicycle parts, so I went to a bike store in Invergrove Heights, and then I drove to Hub in Little Canada and got that airplane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you actually fly the airplane is what I'm wondering. Oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm not even going to hesitate this time. So now that I now that I've passed, you know, the initial phase of can I actually fly this thing or not? Yeah. With my other plane. Yeah, I I I can't wait. It's so much fun. I I it's it's totally different, totally different kind of fun. Um it's like a relaxing fun, sure. you know? It's like people that enjoy fishing. You know? And, and that's the thing. It's a type of fun I will never understand because well, maybe flying I could, because you're still constantly doing something when you're flying. I, th- I think anybody that's in RC could not necessarily get into flying, but you would enjoy it yeah. if somebody put you in a position to, you know, try it and, you know. Well, I, re- uh, I really do enjoy. not set you up for failure. Yeah, you know? I really do enjoy, like, the flight simulator at Kremers. Yeah. And I had the owner like walked me through it one day sure and it was that because you know normally when you do it you jack the throttle and it crash it nosedive it before <laughs> it even takes off right. two feet that's what you normally do and then he showed me how and it, the, the simulator's fun so i'm assuming flying an actual plane would be fun yeah it helped a lot my dad got me the simulator probably two full years before i finally bought a plane and it's a it's fun because it's a little bit easier when you go to do it in person. Yeah. You you know, you feel like the obviously the 3D is way better in real life than it is on a two-dimensional computer screen. Um so yeah, it puts the plane into a much easier uh depth perception. Sure, sure. So um Shelby Tompkins is wondering during any race, is it okay for the marshal to be lethargic and watch the race instead of the corner? Why is it okay for people to drive at 100% on the stand only to offer 10% marshalling? Lap should start getting docked from the main for piss poor marshalling. Seems it happens too frequently, and it's almost always the people who know better and are br- being watched by newbies. Yeah, I get it. Don't crash. <laughs> Sounds like Shelby needs he to goes, have a conversation with somebody one-on-one. <laughs> he goes, but that's extremely hard to do. Plus, it never fails to crash in the corner. All right. I'm going to stop. So this past, let's say past five years, I've had very interesting situations with marshals. The first thing that's been happening since I started racing RC cars. Sometimes, Shelby, they can't, even though they look trim, they can't move. They can't move like you, I, or Ryan. You know, um, maybe they have a bad knee. Maybe they didn't do their squats and they'll 
blow out their hips if they take off too fast. Something like that. I don't know. Second thing I've seen. I've seen parents slowly marshal other vehicles in a race to help their son or daughter. And I, like I was marshaling sportsmen, I was intentionally marshaling people faster than Joe 3, just so I don't get that stigma. <laughs> Believe me, it's tempting. It is super Oh, it tempting. is. I, I want to marshal people badly sometimes i know i don't i don't do it but there are definitely people out there that i just want to say you know what fuck that car exactly that thing can sit upside down for a while exactly um i have let cars sit but not because of my kid was on the track because maybe they're revving or something like that oh for sure popping up and down the tubes and all that it's like i'm not you know if they're driving like an idiot and that's their 17th crash yep in the race and they you know they got their boost and turbo turned all the way up on a vehicle that they can barely drive sure yeah i I start to get over it after a while and then the third i've seen are people that just don't care yep i was gonna actually tack a region onto that but it's not fair to them because it's not their drivers it's people from other places that go there um, yeah, man, some people just don't care and you really can't make them care. And it no, might, you can't, you got to put it, you got to put, you know, your, it's in your hands Yes. to make sure you, one of the things that you do before you start your race, look around the track at all the Marshall spots when and identify yep. the places that you really don't want to crash and maybe you back it off a little bit so when you're going through that area. Sportsman was marshalling mini truggy. Ugh, that's, I fucking hate it when that happens. There's, I know, not much else you could do. And I was crashing a lot because I was not, I was just too high strung. I shouldn't have been driving the mini truggy. I was just so high strung. But I can't let it sit. But anyway, so it's like when I crash, I'm like, whatever I do, and I'll use his name as an example because he's my son. But but he's becoming a good marshal, so it's not really about him. But I'm like, all right, don't crash in Joe Three's corner, and I'm be certain not to crash. Get to know your marshals is what I'm saying. Because there's guys out there that, and again, I know that they're not trying to screw me, but they just can't move. Or they're afraid of the cars. That happens a lot. There's a lot of new racers out there, and they're pretty afraid of the cars, which you can't blame them. So, yeah, it sucks, but, I mean, ugh. It does suck. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a necessary evil in this sport to, you know, you're, you're putting your race in somebody else's hands, and it sucks yeah. doing that. My consistency but. was at about 86% all day Saturday. Okay. So, yeah, it was bad. But the week before at the toy box, it was between 95 and 98. Explain that. Sure. How'd that go? Toy box was wonderful. 510 is wonderful. Both are awesome places to race. Um, No, the toy box is doing great. They're also, all these indoor tracks are winding down. 
Um, the last race at the Toy Box for the season is going to be April 17th, which un un unfortunately I won't be able to go. But I am going next Saturday, April 3rd. Sure. Yeah, I think. I'm going to try to make it one of these Wednesdays. Yep. And they're, they're going to be doing oval. Now they're talking, the Toy Box on their Facebook page, they were saying, um, they're talking about maybe having oval on Sunday. So go to their Facebook page and voice your opinion on Wednesdays or Sundays. Hmm. I meant cool. to bring that up. I'm a fan of oval. I, I literally just sent a message to the owner of T's last night. Yeah. Inquiring about cars again. <laughs> it was definitely the last thing that I need. Dude is another race car because I at that point I would have to start chopping something and unfortunately yep. it's weird Stadium you know I don't goes. think anybody no 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 I can't do that because that's something that I can drive and have fun with ten minutes away from my house sure I I can't get rid of off road cars at dollar I only have two of them got a two wheel drive buggy and a stadium truck um, I've got too many. 12th scales right now so i do yeah. need to get rid of one of my roche chassis i thought my buddy benny was interested in that class <laughs> and without really fully nailing down you know a transaction i hopped on a deal that i saw yep and so i got to get rid of at least one possibly two but i think i'll probably just hold on to a spare 12th scale just mm -hmm. you know for a peace of mind it's because they're cheap and the the electronics don't work for anything else so if you sell out of them you just end up losing your ass yep but um yeah getting a little heavy on classes and on if i had to axe something it it right now it would be my 10th scale clay cars because <sighs> i have to go out of town to race them i get it i get it but i just uh... Gotta keep. I never one. thought I'd even entertain an idea like that. You gotta keep. But one. here's, the, here's, the, yeah, I, I am gonna keep them. And <laughs> probably the last little saving grace is that I have three fresh bodies coming from Bruce Saint Ives. Okay. And so everything's gonna be looking mint. Be hard to sell it all off with the, you know, brand new custom painted body on the way. I have enough B6 parts right now that I could make a street stock car, but I heard that's really not the class you want to be in. But also, it's going to be expensive, but I'm sure I could get a deal. Team Velocity is coming out with a sprint car conversion for the B6 chassis, and it looks oh, rad. Cool. It looks rad. That's awesome. Dude, Rex posted that video of sprint cars going around on tees. I'm like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah. You got to emphasize, though, that is not what you will see if you go to the hobby farm or d down to whatever. I forget what the track's name is in Kellogg. I think but Hoosier. They gotta, what's that? I think it's Hoosier. Okay. So Hoosier Speedway, um, whatever they're going to have at the toy box, it will not look like what they are doing at T's. Well, as a totally different style of dirt oval racing and totally different cars. Sure. Speaking of oval, hey, Phil Jones came to the track yesterday. That's good. Came scene. to what track? Ah, uh, the five ten. Oh, that's cool. Did it? Was he lost? Did he think they yeah. were having an oval race or what? I don't know. He just 
came and hung out for a bit. There's some oval guys racing mini truggy there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he just came and hung out. It was fun. Right on. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I worked with him for a brief period. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> we ain't getting in trouble, but my boss is like, Joe, you got to stop talking to him so much. Because we had like a 45-minute conversation about motors one day. <laughs> just not working at all. God, that would be great. I would freaking <laughs> love to be able to talk RC at my crane gig, but my operator just shakes his head. I mean, like, God damn, you need some responsibilities, kid. Exactly. It is cool, but man, you do lose track of time. Oh, it's so easy to do that. That's kind of a, uh, you know, we we got that racers minute. Yep. Segment where we give random shout outs to RC people. Kind of a segue into that. Our shout out to Phil. You got you got any other random RC shout outs? Um. Kyle Holmberg for hooking me up with some awesome A-scale deals. Right on. And that should be about it right now. I'll say what's up to Kyle. He's hooking me up with some horsepower. Yeah. But he doesn't, so. he he hooks me up, you know, with his last year's cars and whatnot. But he also, information, and a lot of times I don't ask. He goes, hey, I, he sends me messages half excited like hey i tried this on my car and it really worked and i think you should do it too nice or you know he knows that i know what level of driver i am and he goes i tried this it's way faster but then it'll say something like but it's pretty hard to hang on to (coughs) then i know to kind of back off of what he's talking about do you sometimes okay sometimes all right. Uh, shout out to Bruce St. Ives. I already said that. Yeah. He's painting up some bodies for me. You know what? <sighs> shout out to Connor. I miss Connor. Yeah, we do. Now he's been. Is he in McCann? Is he in, uh, doing the Supercross series now, too? No, no. He ended up uh, throwing in the towel on that racket. Good. Unless, unless he, you know, reconsidered. But. The last I heard from him, he, he was going to pack up his tools and, you know, nip that in the bud for the rest of the year. I bet you his phone is ringing off the hook for crane jobs right now because it got nice so yep. early. Yep. So he's probably, you know, up to his eyeballs in work. Um, but, yeah, I haven't seen him in like three weeks, and that's not acceptable. Nope. So nope, not at all. We're going to have to go crawling or um, – Perhaps I can talk him into buying his first plane because he did say that he might want to do that this year. One yeah. of one of his old friends is apparently a phenomenal uh, RC pilot, yeah. so that would be pretty cool to see. I miss you, Connor. Yeah, I saw a pretty cool video, a funny video, not cool but funny video on Reddit. It is one of those big jet planes that's as tall as a person. Oh God! Go straight up, straight down, and burst into flames. <sighs> I don't think that guy knew what he was doing. It looks like if I were to try doing it. Sure. It's like, you've seen the guys at the RC track. They buy the absolute best shit, and they have no idea what they're doing. And it I just... wish more guys bought nice shit, but usually they show up with shit shit. But you should, because you're going to wreck it. Sure. When you're new, you're going to wreck your stuff. As brutal as that sounds. But yeah. Um, 
Hold on. From a new guy here, Ian Connor. I'm just getting into racing, and I live as far in southwest Minnesota as you can get. I think the closest track is Batfast Hobbies in Sioux City. That's two hours away from me. The only other, uh, only, they only have carpet track. Otherwise, Thunder Road and Dollar is three and a half hours. Blooming Prairie is roughly two and a half hours. Can I buy one kit to use both indoor and outdoor? What class should a new driver be looking to get into? If you were in my situation, what would you do? You know, I'm kind of wondering if he's checked out Genesis Hobbies and Marshall. God, that is exactly what I was going to say. Is A, go, yeah, see Brandon's track, see what a freaking temple of RC beauty it is, and... Just maybe adjust your expectations. You know, maybe racing on road is really the only thing that's feasible for you. And then, so you get, you know, one really nice, you know, start with one nice on road car and get yourself a cool basher. Yeah. And have fun doing that. You know what I mean? Dude, Arma is starting to really compete and, in my opinion, surpass Traxxas for basher vehicles. Really? Have you looked at their lineup? Come on. No. So I, have not. I do every now and again just cuz they're not a, I, so I, I, I've I heard think, it. I think Losi passed Traxxas like the first instant that they decided to you know focus on bashing. Sure, I think sure. They got way nicer shit than everybody, but Well, they do. So okay. Traxxas they're your cheap basher for 200 250 bucks you're not going go. you're not going to do anything better than Traxxas. but when you start looking in that 600 to 1000 dollar range Traxxas has their cool x max or their x01 for on road and all that but they look cartoony the sure. uh, the arma vehicles look badass and cool do you know anything about them like if they hold up or i've i've talked to pe- I've been on Reddit often, and I've talked to people around the because ho- I I kind of wanted doing in that lefty cesspool of a website. It's fun for MMA shit. Ugh. It's fun for dank memes and all that. You going woke? No, dude, no, no way. It's just if you stay away from that stuff, Ryan, it won't <laughs> find you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not. This, uh, I'm not they going. They got a pretty cool looking. Arma's got a cool looking seventh scale. Yeah. Uh, desert truck. That thing actually looks like something I would want to have for a basher in the yard. Yeah, and look at their basher on-road vehicle. It's super sleek and low to the ground and all that stuff. But I've been hearing that Arma is very um, durable. Okay. So is Traxxas. I just like the look. Ar- and they have eight S vehicles. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, you can get in some real trouble with an 8S vehicle. Fun yeah, trouble. Yeah, in more ways than one. Yeah. You could get into fun trouble. You could get in trouble with the law. Leave that baby on the charger overnight inside your house. Yeah. You, you, can, get, you can get some real trouble. Yeah, exactly. And you know a lot of newer guys would maybe do that. But, yeah, ch- uh, check out Genesis and Marshall. See where that is to you. And then if you want 
God, it's so hard for 10 scale to have an indoor carpet and an outdoor 10 scale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just way too different, I think. Right. Um, you'd be better off having two, I would think. Uh, Trent Fulmer is wondering, what can we do to help newcomers to the sport? How can we help minimize their frustration with the learning process with tires, driving, setups? I feel if we could help newcomers out more, we could help them stay around longer and help grow the sport. I think he's right. You know, do you have any thoughts? Because I think, um, I think, um, God, I try to help and you try to help. And yeah, I, th- I mean, everybody needs to do that. Um, you got to kind of pace yourself with it. You, yes. You can't do everything for them. Yeah. You know, you got to, you got to put some of the responsibility on the new drivers to, because the information's out there. So dig for it, you know, look up, uh, look up etiquette and all that stuff. Look up maintenance. Um, but yeah, we, we got to do, I I think we do a pretty damn good job in this region yeah, actually, we do. of helping out newcomers. Um, we've seen it at both the 510 and at the toy box where they have, greatly increase their numbers for sportsman level drivers yes and guys that are you know just graduating from that sportsman level yes clay is pretty difficult for entry level like a right. guy a guy a couple years in who has his feet on the ground or her feet on the ground that understands the basics can get into clay Carpet is, I mean, you get the nice pre-mount tires, you drop in a setup with hard springs and a gear diff, and you lower the ride height, and you go. Yep. It's the thing so with simple. that, though, is it handicaps you. Oh, it does. It feels, it's way too easy. If you just go right to carpet off-road, it, it 100% handicaps you as a driver. Yeah, for sure. If um, you can learn how to drive on clay, you can show up get the information that you need you know to get your setup right on carpet and you will be a better carpet driver at first than a carpet only driver is on clay you're right when they try to go do it i always think people are getting a little too over their heads when they do anything besides a two-wheel drive buggy right um because let's say you get a wheeler 13.5 wheeler Man, I right away. God, I hate that fucking class for new people. Uh, it's cool for like, like the car that Sean Van Dalen has. Yeah, you know, super custom. Um, you know, very trick. It's light. It's fast. Very cool. It, but that class is such a crutch for new drivers. Sure, but right away they're going to be all over the place because thirteen five in a wheeler is still pretty quick. Yeah, they are damn And that fast. thing reacts at the touch of a wheel. And if you're wrong, the thing's evil. Yep. Two-wheel, 17.5, even a fixed timing motor will help you. And you slowly learn. You sl- you know what I mean? You slowly get into driving the line. Right. That's one thing, like, I was watching Joe 3 yesterday, and one of the qualifiers, I'm talking to him, 
and he's letting these wheelers by that are because of a stagger, they were behind him, they're faster. Sure. So he's letting these drivers by. But in the chicane, Joey's slowing down and he's getting by him again and blowing their doors. Hmm. But everywhere else on the track, they're faster, they're getting but then because Joey knows how is learning, doesn't quite know how, but he's learning how to drive a proper line instead of bash the outside tube, gun it, and bash the next outside tube. Sure. So, yeah. Um, but for sure, always just suggest a two-wheel drive buggy. Um, two-wheel drive buggy or, gosh, I wish I wish two-wheel drive short course was still a thing. I know. To be oh. perfectly honest with you, it was such a great class for beginners because, you know, the body rolled over on itself so nicely and you got that full body protection for all that crashing you're going to be doing. Yep, for so. sure. Um, but if you're just going to run sportsman, you could run a two-wheel drive short course. No one would stop yeah. you. Yep. If you're, ju- uh, you're right. It would be great. Um, It'd be fun see. to watch the fast guys race mod again too. Yeah. And then my buddy Jeremiah, um, he's been racing the past like month, month and a half. We went to school together. We used to race with each other back in the old Otsego fun city and hobby days. Um, he's getting back into racing. He commented under Trent's question, goes, uh, the cost, he goes, he has 1800 bucks wrapped up into it just to get back into it. And he's doing it at a medium level. Like, he got the mid-grade Sanwa radio, the $250 one, which is pl- yep. plenty capable and plenty good for anybody. It'll last him forever if he takes care of it. And he got a decent charger. You know, he didn't get the best of it. He bought a car from you, I believe, too. Yeah, I got him back into clay because yep. he, you know, he bought a carpet car on accident. I told him to finish that fucking thing and go drive it at Thunder Road or it's wherever. Done. But his car is done. Okay. He brings it with him. Okay. He's just been having fun on clay. <laughs> He's right. been driving the piss out of that car. Good. He's been having fun wrenching on it. But he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. glad it found home. Uh, I wasn't using it anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but he's saying putting that big up uh, on display, how much it cost will turn a bunch of people, um, turn a bunch of people away. And he's kind of right. That's that's fucking racing. I know. If you don't think you're gonna spend money, you're in. You just walked in the wrong door. Yeah, for sure. But again, you got to bait them. That's why Slash was so perfect because you're racing for $229. Right. Yeah, Spec Slash and Euro Truck. That's what they yeah. do at Dollar Hobbies. Oh, dude, Euro Truck. I mean, if if you want to get anybody into on Euro Truck is stupid fun. Right. Because they drive like shit, but you can do really fun door to door racing and. You know, you can hit each other a little bit and you won't do any damage because you're going dog slow. Yep. That is a perfect on-road feeder class that everybody should promote the living shit out of. In my opinion, every track should have 10 of those sons of bitches ready to go if you're an on-road track. No doubt. And not not even wait for a person to ask you them. See a little boy walk into the track, hand him the damn radio. Who cares if he breaks it? You have a customer for life if you hook him. 
uh, serious. That's I've always thought that. And dude, that's basically what that party crashers, our new sponsor, is doing. He's setting up at community ed centers and letting kids go buck wild for nineteen bucks. Right. I mean, that's a great way to get people in the hobby right there. It's like, hey, check this out. I'm going to set up a little course. I'm going to set up some jumps and check it out. And I might bring Joe 3 to one of them, but I don't know. Just to check it out. and Yeah. And I also want to check out his operation. It sounds awesome. Yeah. I... <laughs> it's like, finally. Yes, exactly. And he's in my area. It's far, oh, far cool. drive for you. You know, but he's like, I'll be able to go to the Monticello one. That's 20 minutes away from me. Awesome. I'll be going there for donuts the day after my fight. <laughs> okay. Dude, they have you the gonna best. Get a, you going to get a free one from uh, Krispy Kremes after you get your vaccine? No. I'm not at risk. Free donuts for life? That's a That's a great promotion. Yeah, I, don't worry I, about getting fit and eating yeah, clean or anything that, I like was that. just going to say that. Just, I, get, just get your vaccine and we'll give you fucking donuts, you fatties. Exactly. They're exacerbating the problem. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I go to this place. Krispy Kreme is for peasants and it's garbage. <laughs> I go to this place um, in Monticello. They have one in Buffalo, too, called Moon Donuts. Okay. Just. The only thing that's come closest, well, the only thing that's equal is that I've had, I'm sure there's better or equal, is Hans and Anoka. Okay. So I'm good. I have my cheap meal days. I'm going to go there for breakfast, Moon Donuts, Big Boar Barbecue for lunch, and Sarpino's Pizza for dinner. <laughs> have you ever had Nadia cakes? Yes. How do they stack up against a quality Nadia cake? Moon don't well, that's that's cupcakes and donuts. That's different. I know we're doing apples and oranges, but they're you know they're both sweets. <sighs> that's a tough one. Pastries. Because when Nadia cakes does those certain like they had this one, I don't know what the frosting was, and it was weird, but they did a peas and carrots frosting for like April Fools, <laughs> and they always do the kitty litter thing for April Fools. <laughs> It's a different taste, and it doesn't have, like, a flavor, special flavoring to it, but it's so good. <laughs> but this is what kills Nadia cakes. Their uh, cupcake batter is pre-mix. Okay. But, dude, their cupcakes are rad. They are. Super rad. And when they have half-price cupcakes, I go apeshit. I didn't even know that was a thing. The second I see half-price cupcakes in the morning, I, I say, Beth, if you don't have any meetings and you don't get down there right now, we're going to have a problem when, when I get home. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're normally 4 bucks a cupcake. Yeah, it's, well, we have to get special ones for Kim, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, does she uh, gluten-free? Yeah, it's gluten-free and dairy-free. and. Yep. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, no, it's super good, though. Both are super good, but, <laughs> God, it's a tough one. Because now you got Moon Donuts. 
They're they're filled donuts instead of. Have, Where's that place again? Where's Moon? In Monticello, off of Twenty Five, kind of next to the. It's in the strip mall next to Caribou Coffee. Okay. Um, they have these glazed donuts that are filled, and you know they're totally enclosed like an eclair, but they're glazed, and they have different. They have cream cheese filling. Their blueberry filling isn't generic garbage it's really good and they have lemon and these red velvet donuts i do i can't i can't choose because <laughs> sweets are my problem and i know exactly nadia cakes uh, it's both are excellent good stuff dude you're talking food porn <laughs> um right rc goes two wheel drive buggy 17.5 buggy is great don't you think i think it's a bane of my goddamn existence and i can't wait till the season's over anyway <laughs> some say sct is dead what do you think uh what do you think i saw four 10 plus cars in a heat scale I could rock that in a Ram version. Oh, I think he's talking about the realistic bodies. Like, I know when Kelly Roberts was running his Pro 4, he had the Ford body, which is really cool. The J Concepts makes a Ford body for it. Uh, Proline makes a really nice body for it. So the problem with that is Pro 4 is coming back in Minnesota, okay? Um, have you noticed that trend? For sure. I don't, obviously, we don't know if it'll carry over to outdoors or not. It'll be interesting to see if I it does. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't eat into uh, Mini Truggy yep. at all because Pro 4 kind of sucks outdoors. It does. It really does. Um, it's It's fun because it's comical. At the toy box, these big lumbering trucks just screaming around this teeny tiny track. <laughs> yep, you should have seen it back in the day when, when the toy box was even smaller. Oh yeah, having a pull four in there, holy I, balls! I only went there once when it was a super small track, and I'm like, yeah, yep. I'm not coming back here. But then they expanded, and it was awesome. Yep. Um, the problem with what you're talking about is the Ford bodies and the Ram bodies and all that. We're racers. And we could say, yeah, these bodies, but they're not the fastest. No. Guess what? The second King of the Streets was over. Everybody ditched their El Camino bodies and their Malibus and their Camaros for the goddamn Corvette that won the thing. Right. You know what I mean? They want what's the fastest. There will always be a guy or two that... Mid pack to back of the pack that he's like, it doesn't matter, and I like my stuff to look cool, and that's fine. But we're competitive. We want the most aerodynamic, the most downforce, the less drag we can get. You know, it's it's one of those things. Eventually, it'll can't get cannibalized. <laughs> it's sad but true. But I get what he's saying. A scale looking deal would be really rad. It would. Um, yeah, and then that's all we have. So we just have 
and we don't have to do it if you don't want to. We have on the tone and then a couple of news items. Yeah, I've got on the tone. All right. Queued up. I don't have as many as I normally would, but that's fine. For those you, of you, you not familiar, this is a word association segment. Uh, sometimes it's junior, sometimes it's one of our guests, and I throw these words, terms, phrases, whatever, throw that out at you, and you're just basically supposed to react and tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. So go for it. On the tone. Here we go with junior. Uh, blowing a TQ. Things I do quite often. Oh, it's, God, it's such a bummer. It is. It's a bummer. I can either have speed or I can have consistency, but for some reason my dumb brain won't allow both. <laughs> yeah, blowing a TQ is a uh, really good way to uh, get yourself into a little hissy fit. It is. Uh, liquid wrench. A necessary, disgusting evil that gives me headaches and the worst leg cramps in the world the day after racing. Yeah, i i would I would miss my my clay buddies, the actual fun of driving on the track itself. But if I did step away from clay next year. I would not miss the way that I feel. Well, the thing about it is, so the TDK is a great substitute and can be better than liquid wrench when the track conditions are right. But here's the deal. When TDK is not better than liquid wrench, it falls to the side like the rest of them. Right. It's just not nearly as good and it's not nearly as consistent. Well, that, and for whatever reason, it blows your tires out fast. It does. Um, yeah, it does. But... I, I personally wasn't impressed. I I love the idea that it's a cleaner product. Uh, I didn't do any other any research on the ingredients or anything, but I was told it was cleaner. I'm into that. Well, but hold on. The... I got a ball right here. They're the only ones that are... They're non-toxic and biodegradable uh, tire sauce, and it's made for carpet. It's not on this bottle. I think it's on the webpage. It tells you what lab they brought it to to actually certify it. Like SXT says, they're non-toxic, but they're not certified. TD, sure. TDK is certified. So they're my second choice for sure, but Liquid Wrench, man, you get the consistency out of it. Yeah, it sucks. It does. Uh, moving along, Novak Electronics. <sighs> A fond memory of smoke pouring out of my ten scale vehicles. <laughs> uh, off road turf. Are you talking like Astro Turf? Yes. Such fun. It's the it best is. of both worlds. It really is. You're not so locked in that you can just you you can make adjustments. You can get a little slide out of it. It, it is the best of both worlds. I love AstroTurf. <laughs> RCGP. Goddamn canceled again. Oh no, really? <sighs> Rounds three and four. COVID and. They keep blaming this COVID. It's, Where at? I think it's Portugal. Hmm. 
the first rounds of the USA were canceled because the European drivers couldn't go. Guess what? I hate to say this, and this happened to Ty Tessman last year. If you can't, if your country's not allowing you in or out, guess what? You can't partake in the reindeer games, buddy. I'm sorry. You're left out. Right. It sucks, but the rest of the world needs to move on. And right. I don't remember if it was Portugal saying F you or RCGP was saying no because X, Y, and Z drivers couldn't make it. Regardless, dude, it can happen. It can happen anywhere anywhere that's low. It can all happen in Texas and Florida tomorrow. Right. It really can. But do they really want it? That's another, I mean, it's fun. Great coverage, great racing. Yeah, I miss the coverage big time. I do too. But the thing is, do you, uh, anyway, I could go on and on, but let's not. <laughs> uh, Keenan White. <sighs> Number one podcast host in the RC game. Dude's just crushing it. I enjoy him often. I PM yeah. him every now and again. I PM them when I have time at work because it's going to be an hour and a half long conversation. He must be so social because you do that. I know that he talks to Connor, and we're just two guys in a small little area and segment of RC, so he must be getting flooded with messages all day long. I think he does it on a computer because his messages come really fast. Yeah. It's a ding, 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 ding. It's like, whoa. I put my phone down for a minute. I have 14 unread messages. Sure. Yeah, Canyon's rad. Uh, sponsor t-shirts. When are you going to get a sponsor Lame. t-shirt? I've had them. Lame. I'm not doing it again. I'm going to have Come on. Put your, put your name on the back so we, we all know who you are because none of us know who you are. Yeah, no. I'm going to wear a nice t-shirt from J Concepts. And I'm going to wear a really nice T-shirt from Donathan RC. But I'm not going to have my load of sponsors. I mean, uh, I don't think it would. I, I bet you if Mayfield went up there just wearing a J-Con T-shirt and a, whatever car drive, he's driving a Yokomo or Mugen hat, everybody will be satisfied. And you, you shouldn't even have to do that. The stickers on the car should be enough. I think. But, eh. Can we all get a GoFundMe to get Sean Van Dalen a new Techno t-shirt? Oh, hell no. I want, <laughs> I want to see that thing. He's got to get like six, seven more holes in it and get it way more faded. It's going to look like Swiss cheese here pretty quick. Yeah, no, he... I, I want to see how far he takes it, actually. <laughs> that's all I got for you for the On the Tone segment today, <laughs> Junior. That is a good one. Um, yeah, and then I just got some quick news stuff, and then we can finish her off, and it'll be a regular episode, length episode. Um, as I mentioned, RCGP was canceled for... Uh, I, I, I just saw it was canceled, and I didn't continue reading, but it was canceled. Dang it. <laughs> I was actually right about something, and it was insane how it happened. So la last episode, I announced the B6.3 and the B6.3D with the correct part numbers. Right. 
and then they were scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> but then they came out on Tuesday. Sure. For pre-order. So I'm like, I was right, but I bet I pissed somebody off. Oh, well, they shouldn't have put it up there. Uh, yeah. Um, I had one pre-ordered, but then I saw it wasn't going to get here until after the spring champs. And after the spring champs, I'm hanging up the clay stuff for the year or yeah. for the summer. So I canceled it and got some more A-scale stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, so Mark Santa Marie, Maria or Marie, he's got one of the biggest RC channels, really good dude. And he did a really positive review of the RC box club. Oh, cool. I wasn't a fan. Why is that? But it was like their first or second box. Okay. It was a bunch of like stickers and crap. And it's like, I don't care about stickers, dude. Keep on going. And then there's a t-shirt, cool, a t-shirt that costs seven bucks. I do know how much, I've looked at getting t-shirts done for this, and I'm going to continue looking. T-shirts are like seven bucks. And then it was a two millimeter wrench. And an old lipo bag. And that was it. <laughs> okay. The, the stuff equaled the amount of money he paid but it's like god damn it but you know what he definitely has room to improve sure and i hope it keeps going and i hope it gets cooler the first one it's cool he got it out and it's cool service but the first one was lame i want to see what the second one looks like um i'm sure i'm gonna get a goddamn message about that um Mayako. God damn it, Mayako. You keep making these Facebook posts. We're not like your average RC car company. We're not this. We're not that. Well, when I made this note, this was before I heard that. Well, yeah, they're not like any other RC Because they don't have a car. They don't have a car. (laughs) So I heard they're going to release photos of their prototype. I hope they don't do the douchebag teaser stuff like, here's a picture of the top right of the shock tower with a screw. Right. If you do that, forget it. Just forget it. You lost Joe. You lost him. Well, no, it's going to be too late. It's going to be like what Infinity's doing. At first, I didn't believe Infinity was going to come out with a car. But you know what? I think they're going to come out with a car. But it's going to be, who gives a shit? It's going to be another middle-of-the-pack runner with another B-level pro. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Mayako, you better do it right. You better do it now. Or you better you or you better have the best goddamn buggy on the market for making us wait like this. <laughs> if you don't have the best buggy on the market and you're doing what you're doing, piss off. Sorry, I I, ju- I get fired up about that shit. Because I totally get their marketing strategy, but you do it for like a month or two. Not, it's been like six, seven months. Right. And it's going to keep going. Um, Corey Hens made an awesome list that he listed on the RC Racing Group on Facebook. It's a list of all the outdoor a scale race is happening this summer. 
cool. Yep. Um, I told you about my new buggies. Mm-hmm. Last thing I got. Guys, April 1st is coming up in a couple days. <laughs> and I see it happen every year. Don't be a rube. I see people get so angry. Like, I think Huddy released something. Like, they put their name on something, and people release this. Do you believe they put their name on this and charge 30 times more than it's worth? A lot of the times, it's just an April Fool's joke. Don't. I, I Actually, you know what? If, you're, if you believe it, share it so I can point and laugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But just be aware what day it is when you're reading the RC news. <laughs> but anyway, that's about all I got. I've been playing with this Protex servo this whole time. It is rad. <laughs> I dig this cable. You plug it in, and then for a different vehicle, or if you're going to put this in the throttle servo, it comes with the second shorter cable. Ooh. Yeah. But what sucks is, so, have you have you bought any Protex servos ever? Yes. Yep. You know how they come with a metal servo horn? Mm. The 160Ts did, and the 155T did. Okay. This one did not, which is fun. I got J-Concept servo horns on the way, but I always like to put them in my, my box, and I do use them here or there. Interesting. Yeah, I'd, um, I wasn't aware of them selling their stuff with servo horns yeah anyway we should uh and it's we've been going for quite a while yeah so we did okay yeah did okayish not our best show i liked it but it'll be okay i liked it big thanks to our sponsors big thanks to blooming prairie rc park big thanks to party crashers and big thanks to boom graphics check them all out on facebook and we've ran out of talent have a good night ryan